This is the RCN Sports Network, RTV Television. 2020 Sports Update. This 2020 Sports Update brought to you by Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile, where you at? www.boostmobile.com. I'm Michael Lewis. It is a close to a final in the SEC tournament. Tennessee is about to advance into being the SEC champions. They are leading Texas A&M 61-48-212 left. Later on, Memphis and Houston in the actual ACC championship tournament. Sources are, are closely stating that there is going to be a trade made between the New Orleans Saints and the Houston Texans in regards to Deshaun Watson. The possibility that, that James Winston could be coming to Houston. Also, Virginia Tech stuns the top blue, top blue, blue Devils to win their first ever ACC tournament title. That's your 2020 Sports Update. I'm Michael Lewis. 2020 Sports Update. Brought to you by Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile. Where are you at? This is the RSN Sports Network, RTV Television. This is KRBHFM, Houston. The following is an RSN Sports Network, RTV Television presentation. This is the RSN Sports Network. KRBHFM. KRTV, Houston. You're watching and listening to The Street Mental with Rihanna Henderson. Get in and talk now at 1-800-337-7171 or 1-713-534-4231. Now, here is the production crew. Thank you very much for listening to us on the RSN Sports Network and RTV Television's The Street Mental. And when we come back, we will actually will have more of of the street mental we will hopefully have Rihanna in Henderson in the actual studio with us as well and we'll, she'll take some of your actual questions as well it is the street mental right here on the RSN radio network RSN sports network powered by StreamYard and audio by Anchor FM and by Podbean you're listening to The Street Network right here on the RSN Sports Network and RTV Television. This is the RSN Sports Network, RTV Television.
Chase security features, guidance, and convenience, banking feels good. Chase, make more of what's yours. This is the RSN Sports Network. Classic. We actually changed it with... What? You've changed, Little Caesars. You've changed! You've changed, Balloon Bro. You've changed, Karate Man. <laughs> How can you dance during a time like this? You've changed! Ah! Tell me why. It tastes even better because we added 33% more pepperoni. Give me one of those. Walk in and walk out with a new hot ready classic with 33% more pepperoni. Pizza, pizza. This is the RSN Sports Network, RTV Television. This is KRBHFM. Today is a new day. It's time to move and reclaim your routine. And if pain is holding you back, the Joint Chiropractic can help with our $29 new patient special. Visit thejoint.com today and reclaim your routine. The Joint Chiropractic, you're back, baby. This is the RSN Sports Network, RTV Television. How to know if you should reach out to a friend? Your friend might be worried, sad, grumpy, angry, stressed, weird, rebellious, anxious, antisocial, lonely, sleeping less, sleeping more, eating less, eating more. Look, there are a lot of things to watch out for, but you know your friend best. So if they're not acting themselves, why not say something? Find out how you can help a friend with their mental health at SeizeTheAwkward.org. This is the RSN Sports Network, RTV Television. Awkward. This is KRBHFM, KQLC. You're listening and watching the Street Metal right here on the RSN Sports Network and RTV Television. 1-800-337-7171-1713-534-4231. And as we wait for Rihanna Henderson to come in, we're going to let you uh, uh, pause for a bit. We're going to let you listen to the best of Street Mental as well. And enjoy on the RSN Sports Network and RTV Television. This is the RSN Sports Network, RTV Television. Olympics are half started in base. This is you're watching and listening. 
This is the RSN Sports Network. We actually are trying to actually roll some of the actual tape uh, from the actual street mental. And uh, so uh, we are actually going to technical difficulties, but we actually will be back with the rest of the street mental on the RSN Sports Network. Today is a new day. It's time to move and reclaim your routine. And if pain is holding you back, the Joint Chiropractic can help with our $29 new patient special. Visit thejoint.com today and reclaim your routine. The Joint Chiropractic, you're back, baby. This is the RSN Sports Network, RTV Television. Getting through the morning meeting in one piece feels good. Then realizing it's payday, that definitely feels good. All while keeping the kids busy and the clients happy. You're unstoppable. With a Wells Fargo checking account, you can bank without missing a beat. Yes, I need a locksmith. Three hours. Guess I'll be right here. Oh, nice. Keep us our cash back, right? And it is saving the day right now. Good afternoon. It was. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Visa Card. That's real life ready. Hi, yes, I need a locksmith. Three hours. Oh, nice. Give us a cash back, right? And it is saving the day right now. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Visa Card. That's real life ready. Stay. We are so sorry. We hope you'll have us over again. <laughs> He's in training. Oh, if I weren't earning 2% cash back right now, you'd be in so much trouble. Are you serious? Again, my apologies. Got myself a pair, too. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Visa Card. That's real life ready. This is the RSN Sports Network. This is the RSN Sports Network, RTV Television. We're back on the street mental, and now we have gotten to. We're going to play the best of the street mental while we're wait, actually waiting on Rihanna Henderson to come in, and so we are going to let you listen to the best of the street mental. Enjoy. Queen, it's possible to experience that burnout, and burnout looks different in a lot of individuals. Oftentimes, you feel fatigue, um, where now you're a little bit more tired, you're lacking energy. Um, you're not as motivated as you used to be. Um, you have a loss of appetite when it comes to um, your day-to-day -day intake and things of that nature. So burnout definitely is um, something that happens when an individual is at that elite level and not monitoring those breaks to allow um, individuals to rejuvenate. 
that definitely could be possible. And that's why it's really important to have these discussions, have these conversations, and continue to support those individuals that do come out. And often, I would challenge others and organizations, hey, what policies do they have to protect athletes' mental? Um, there was a comment that was made by um, Steph Curry um, about protecting ourselves because there aren't any regulations and rules to protect the athletes itself when it comes to their mental health. And it allows people to understand that all athletes are not, they're cut differently. They're not the same. You have those athletes that are very social and gregarious, and you have those athletes that don't mind the media and they thrive in those environments. And you have those that are, they're shy, they're introverts. And how do they adapt to that? And that is something that's really important to know that, yes, these athletes are great at what they do, but they're still they're still human and they still can suffer from certain things um, like anxiety, like depression, regardless mm. of their sport um, and how much effort and training they put into it. There's still a lot on the back end that comes along with the fame uh, that these athletes endure. Also have, uh, Rihanna, there is a actual question from in our production crew from uh, from uh, Darla. She's actually a listener, has been a, val- a valued listener uh, since you started the program on street sports back earlier in the year, I believe. Uh, and she's actually saying that her daughter is actually now a 12th grade, just graduated from high school. And now she is one of the star, high star players. And I think you might relate to this area. She lives in the Baltimore, Maryland area. And uh, she actually has been uh, recruited by so many schools, so many visits. And now at some point in time when she comes home, her daughter says, she says, Mom, I'm just burned out. I'm too sad to even go outside to play basketball with, you know, with with my friends at the gym. Um. Do you think that's what maybe Naomi Osaka's suffering? Do you think that she's, uh, this is more people that are athletes that are coming out with this? Uh, More athletes? Do you think there needs to be more programs uh, like this for for administrators? Yes, absolutely. Educating um, administrators and just having a staff, supportive staff um, available having resources available to these athletes and not necessarily uh, where they get to be referred because they notice these things, but just have someone that is on staff to help prevent these things, you know, because, and it's not just Naomi Osaka, but if you think about athletes as a whole, having an individual that is trained, trained professionals to check in with these athletes on their mental can help prevent these extremes where they may feel like they have to withdraw, they have to drop out, they have to take a knee because it wasn't taken care of throughout. And so it's definitely important, uh, I think, for organizations to start taking consideration. And especially with times are changing, it's definitely important for individuals to start adapting, you know, and especially when you have more younger, newer athletes who are not used to the culture, who's not used to certain things, what resources are at their disposable to help prevent these symptoms of burnout, to help prevent overtraining or staleness, or even um, 
equipping these athletes with strategies to mitigate the anxiety levels that they experience. In addition to that, even coping strategies to help get after the symptoms of depression. And you will think a lot of individuals may, well, you know, they're elite, they are, they're great at what they do, how could they be depressed? But you'll be surprised at the things that worry them. And if you look at Naomi Osaka's, Naomi Osaka's uh, message is that she says she's an introvert. And she developed a lot of anxiety when it comes to public speaking. She's not alone. There are a lot of athletes that have some type of fear of public speaking, making sure that they say the right thing. They have publicists for those matters, but what about the mental? Do you have individuals to help these athletes to cope during um, high pressurized performances or situations or even meet? So that's just something to bring up to put on people's radar, even for parents who have athletes to have that check-in, which leaves me with, Three certain things or three concepts I like to promote when it comes to athletes in our mental health. One is embrace them. Embrace the athlete that is coming out that's being open to say that something is off with them, whether it's mentally, physically, because you can have athletes that notice something's off with them just physically. And you may have coaches that say, no, you're fine. Just shake it off. It's just a spring or, you know, you just rolled an ankle, but the athlete knows something is off. And then you have these athletes playing on an injury and that could have been mitigated when all it could have been embraced. Um, the next thing is ask questions, ask clarifying questions, ask questions if you're not sure. What does it mean when you're saying that you have stage fright or you're, you have the fear of public speaking? What does it feel like for you? Ask questions to get a little bit more information from that athlete as opposed to a soupy. And then the last thing would be provide empathy. Put yourself in the athlete's shoes. Um, how would you feel if someone would just say, oh, I feel bad for you. I feel sorry for you. Uh, I don't want to speak for Naomi Osaka, but I'm sure that some people don't want pity. They don't want people to feel sorry for them. They just want them to put themselves in their shoes and be more understanding. So I think those three simple things of embracing the athlete, asking questions and providing empathy definitely can go a long way with building that trust when it comes to athletes coming out about the challenges they're struggling mentally. And, and Rihanna, now you, um, I, I, know that, I know that we've seen a lot of different uh, athletes come out in support of Naomi Osaka. And I know that, um, I know that one of those athletes, a couple of those athletes were on the NBA show, The Jump, uh, meeting uh, Kevin Love and also DeMar DeRozan, who's from your area uh, of Los Angeles. <laughs> and yeah. they, they are sufferers of mental, uh, uh, they've had some mental depression. And actually, Kevin Love said in uh, talking to, um, to uh, Chauncey Billups, and congratulating him with his, uh, his new position as head coach, he said that it was a sad moment. Even when the, the Cavaliers won the championship with LeBron James and Kyrie Irving and him, he felt that this is, uh, it wasn't something was missing. He just felt like he went home, he won an uh, uh, NBA, NBA Finals title and just felt empty. Is that just <laughs> seems like it's a peak or something or... 
it's, it's common for athletes. It's common for individuals um, to feel some level of depression. It's common for individuals to experience some level of anxiety, um, especially when there's a lot of pressure. Athletes go through a lot of pressure. There's a lot of expectations to perform. That's their career. It's on the line. If I don't perform, I don't get paid. If I don't get, if I don't perform, I'm risking losing endorsements. I am risking getting dropped from the team. I'm risking everything that an athlete built and worked so hard for. And that is something that is easily can be accomplished, but it can be easily taken from them. And that can cause a lot of anxiety for an athlete to feel pressured that every time they step foot on a court or field or um, somewhere that there's that level that the world is watching. And that's another factor that goes into it, that the world is watching and they have their own judgments. And so uh, having that empathy for um, whether it's organizations, coaches, to be able to have individuals in place for these these players. Now, don't get me wrong, there are probably organizations, um, not to my knowledge, that probably have these individuals um, that are accessible for athletes to make sure that they are taken care of mentally. Uh, but then now you see on the back end for those that do not have that education or that resource, then what do we do? And now that more and more athletes are coming out, now it's looking at, is there something that could be put in place to help protect these players um, to be on the preventative side or as opposed to waiting to the last minute. It is unfortunate that in the Naomi Osaka situation, she had to withdraw. Uh, could that be prevented early on? Were there signs that were shown that was neglected or that wasn't being aware of? Possibly, maybe, we don't know, but uh, it just tunes individuals, professionals, uh, another way to look at things from a different perspective. And that's where those asking questions um, and embracing those athletes definitely can come in handy when it comes to, hey, like we want to support you. What do you need from us? Or how can we prevent burnout? Because then oftentimes that does happen um, when that something's missing. I like to say when you lose your why, you lose your way. So when you lose the why you're playing your sport, why you're doing the things you're doing, you lose your way. You lose sight of that motivation. And then now it's just I'm going through the motions. I'm playing through the emotions. And now it's no longer fun. It's now a job. What was fun for these athletes is now a job. And now it's a stressful job. And now it's something that they no longer enjoy. And now it's trying to bring back that joy. But how do you do that? What does that look like? And it's not always about the money. And I know a lot of individuals are like, oh, well, they have all the money and money solve problems. But it's not necessarily always about the money, as you can see now. Okay. Brianna, what we're going to do is we're going to take a small break. When we come back, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go back, come back to you. And uh, mm -hmm. questions, your actual questions, you can answer, call us in uh, at 1-800-337-7171 713-534-4231. We're going to come back. It's uh, more to Street Mental with Rihanna Anderson, our hostess for, for from Monumental Athletic and Academic Development. This is the RSN Sports Network. We'll fast forward it. The 
uh, Street Mental. You're listening to the best of Street Mental right here on the RSN Sportsman Network with the talented Rihanna Henderson, our hostess. And we're going to get back into the best of Street Mental, talking about mental toughness for athletes. Everyone, um, when we come to talking about finishing up um, our discussion about um, mental health in sport as is important. And I just want to put it out there also that when you think about mental health in sport, it's not just at the elite level, but think about it too at the youth level. Think about um, for the parents um, and their youth athlete that's participating in sport. And keep in mind, how can you continue to make their sport fun? As you hear a lot that AAU um, has definitely changed its turn of how competitive it is now. Um, a lot of players uh, at the youth level are becoming more and more competitive and as well as the coaches. And so now it's not like how it used to be maybe 15 years or so or even 20 years ago where you sign up at the YMCA and everything is just fun. But now even certain sports has been really competitive at even the fifth grade or sixth grade or even uh, the first and second grade level. And as parents, when you're supporting, what message are you sending to these athletes when it comes to that? And especially when they have their favorite athletes and they're looking up to these athletes, um, what message are you sending to these kids when it comes to uh, bringing in that fun or how competitive they're talking about? Are you promoting the teamwork, the team building aspect of it? Because you have those athletes that feel as if they are the star of the team. They're the strongest link on their strongest player on the team and now that they're carrying a team but reminding the athletes the teamwork it's a team effort because if you have the athlete that is the star of the player uh, that feels that way and yes it may be fun and they may enjoy it but think about the long term if the athlete is constantly being the star of the team they can also experience burnout and over time, they're on a team where they're always pulling the weight of their their teammates. That can also cause burnout. It can also cause them to overtrain, to be stale in their sport where they're not getting any better because they're not allowing certain breaks to happen. And that's just something to think about. Um, although when we're in the moment, we don't see how the messages we're sending and how it affects the long term, but it definitely does. And it's the unspoken messages that actually sends the athlete what they're doing and reinforces what the athlete is doing as opposed to saying, hey, I know that you are the star of the player, but don't forget it's a team effort. Don't forget that you have six, seven, eight other people on the team that could help you. And if not, take your experiences, take your strong suits, your your strengths, and develop those around you so it's not that i'm the i'm the best player on a team and recruits are looking for me but how can you use your strengths to help upbuild or uplift the players on your team that also can make you a strong captain or a strong team player as well uh, you know something a little bit more funny uh, rihanna i was going to actually throw into it our production crew was now, do you have uh, – is it burnout for sports fans who have teams that can't win Super Bowls or World Series or NBA Finals and we have to wait another century or so? Um, I 
everyone is different. I wouldn't say that's the case because it could be um, the burnout of the training and constantly striving. So it could be. Um, and then oftentimes it might be just the goals that one has, maybe adapting that because you can easily get discouraged when you have a goal for yourself and you see yourself not accomplishing it year after year. So now is reevaluating what are those small victories, those small goals that will allow me to see my growth and progress as opposed to, yeah, this year I didn't accomplish what I wanted. Then next year and then next year you don't see it, but you lose sight of the small victories that has happened throughout the process. But we lose sight of that because our attention is so focused on the bigger picture, the, the bigger overall goal as opposed to the many victories that have been accomplished during the process. Would And would a groundhog stress us out if they, you know, fixes something like a sporting event? Would that lead us to mental stress? I, I mean, it could cause some frustration, absolutely, for those individuals, um, whether it's a groundhog or superstitions or conspiracies, it can also cause some frustration in one sport. Uh, but that's what sports psychologists are there for. That's what mental uh, performance specialists or coaches are there for to allow these athletes understand that the conditions, the things that are outside of their control shouldn't be a factor in how they perform and helping them shift their attention to things that they can't control so that they're preserving their energy. They're preserving um, the things that they need to pay attention to and it is being put where it's needed. And so oftentimes you see a lot of athletes, they are wasting critical energy on things that they can't control. And now when they, it's a, they're put in a situation where they need that energy, they're overexhausted. And they're not giving that 100% because they exhausted all their resources. In this case, it could be their attention, it could be their energy, uh, or it could be their time. So especially when you have games where you don't have a lot of time, you're playing against the clock and you use a lot of time that could have been used later that could help you uh, be strategic in getting a W or whatever the case is. And so um, that's just something to be mindful. But yes, frustration absolutely can cause individuals to not perform their best. Um, let's uh, also, I know we're not that far away from the Olympics uh, in Tokyo. Um, I know there are a lot of athletes that are actually um, mentally training, uh, you know, they're mentally, only mentally, not physical training, but they're mentally training going to Olympic trials and qualifying for those Olympics. Is it very tough for the athlete in any of their sports that they're trying to medal, grab medals in? Uh, from anywhere from gymnastics to track and field to basketball. Uh, is it very tough for them to mentally focus during that time of training? It can be. And this is why I love um, the United States Olympic Committee has a whole sports psychologist team. They have sports psychologists all around the world that are put on this committee and they support these players. And so, um, when it comes to the Olympics, they have them at their disposal. They have them there. They travel. They have access to them to say, hey, something's off or something's wrong or I'm nervous. What can I do in the next hour to help calm my nerves? 
those sports psychologists are trained. They're there to help these athletes overcome. So that's one thing I do love is that they have a whole committee where these professionals, they go out and they are available because they know that it is a lot at stake. It's high pressure to perform at that level. You are performing at the highest. You are performing at the Olympics. And so that can, and especially for Olympians who is their first time. So uh, athletes who are competing for the first time in the Olympics could be very scary uh, or nervous, nerve wracking for them. And so having these individuals available to help them overcome that is definitely a plus. I think it's definitely beneficial. I think it has helped a lot of these athletes, whether they come out and, and acknowledge it or not. These are the behind the scenes. And if you notice, sports psychologists, they are the behind the scenes. They're not out there promoting, saying, hey, I did that. That was my work. They are the behind the scenes. And as long as their work is effective and the athletes get what they need to to perform, then our job is done. We are complete. We're satisfied. And so I think that also makes it challenging for our field uh, for individuals that are in sports psychology is how do you advertise our services? How do you advertise your services without breaking or breaching confidentiality of your players to say, hey, it has worked for these individuals. Now, the responsibility is on the athlete if they choose to come out to say I work with the psychologist or not. But it can be hard. And I think that's where Naomi Osaka is making a very powerful move by coming out to say I'm struggling and battling and I'm taking time out. It's hard to take a knee uh, when you've trained and worked so hard. And she has so much hype to reach. And it's it can be very unfortunate. But for her to understand at such a young age that my mental health is important and I have a lot of years to go. That's definitely a courageous, bold move on her end to make sure that she is where she needs to be. So when she is competing, she can continue to perform the height that she would like to and not just because people are expecting it of her. And, and also, um, and I know that you, you speak on this very well as far as the mental side. I know with athletes, but I know at some point in time, you also have people in business that are so consumed with deadlines and uh you know deadlines and topics that you know they have to you know uh, meetings or something like that would what uh, would you give the same uh the same outlook or say like the same advice to them that you would give an athlete well, yeah, the techniques, they don't change. Um, the way it's being applied can, um, but it's more so looking at, at some shape or form, we all are performing in different aspects of our lives, whether it's professional, whether it's a sport, whether it's at home, there are all different types of performances that we engage in. And when you have individuals in a professional field that are in sales and numbers matter, their sales matter, how do I build now is taking those skills and strategies and adapting to that individual and then adapting to what makes sense and what is applicable for that individual in the professional setting or vice versa in the sport setting as well. Let's also, uh, as we know, uh, as you know, the street mental, it is the first part of our new street and sports Sunday, every Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 Central, uh, noon Pacific and 8 a.m.
Kim Hawaii. Um, and uh, Rihanna now has her mental moment brought to you by Mind You Mental Athletic and Academic Development, located in Los Angeles in El Paso. Rihanna, go ahead. All right. Well, if there aren't any more questions, I appreciate this time being here to just talk a little bit more about uh, mental health and sport. And again, if you have that player, you're not even sure. Um, there is a lot of stigma when it comes to seeking mental training, um, psychological skills training. Uh, it's not for problem athletes. It's absolutely not for just elite athletes as well. And so sometimes it's just there to just check in. You know, you have athletes that are doing really well in their sport, and that doesn't mean that they don't need mental skills, but that means that, hey, you're doing really well, let's check in. And again, just embracing those individuals and when they're coming to you, uh, because at some point they're trusting you, being able to ask more questions so that you can help them specifically. And then lastly, just providing that empathy, putting yourself in their shoes. If you were in their shoes, how would you want somebody to handle your situation? And that is the Street Mental for today. It was a pleasure being here, and I look forward to seeing you all again next Sunday. That's going to do it for the Street Mental right here on the RSN Sports Network. And just next, Street and Sports.